speaker and I'm a five year breast cancer survivor. So that's really exciting for me. I, I am chairperson to the, now it's the Michigan um, Komen Leadership Council. And I do a lot of work with Komen and we schedule the race and we organize it every year. I'm on the planning committee. It's an awesome event that Dr. Mary has attended in several years. And this year I'm excited to say it's on October 8th and it will be again down at Belle Isle. So it's a, a great event and we like to support breast cancer survivors and thrivers there and the co-survivors that walk alongside them. So I do a lot of work with Komen along with breast cancer and advocacy. Um, I speak uh, throughout uh, through Zoom series internationally, and I like to bring breast cancer awareness out into the community because I feel it's something that we don't talk enough about, even though we know a lot about it. So I like to share that with the community and throughout the world. So I'm very excited and um, really knowing that there is research and new drugs out there on the horizon that we can hopefully beat this. And of course I do as a woman like to uplift others, other women, and, you know, just try to be that positive light that sometimes when we're in a dark place, we need that. And I run a support group on Facebook that does just that, Where Hope Begins. And that's a cancer support group that I founded a couple years ago. We're almost 300 people strong. And I'm so happy and proud of that work. And I like to share awareness there. And it's a safe place where women can talk about some very serious um, issues. And again, as you said, I'm a published author. I did write an anthology with you, Dr. Mary, and that sort of spurred on uh, along with the women's group that we belong uh, in, um, the Oneness and Wisdom chapter here in um, Michigan, uh, the Zoom series that I spoke about breast cancer. And then, you know, in August of 2022, with your health and along with your publishing company, I did publish my own story um, that chronicled a year of my life through breast cancer. Yes, and what a story, I tell you, it's just so compelling and people that's gone through it or people know someone that's going through it, it's just been an uplifting and inspiring book. So we'll talk about that a little later too. But you know what I what is so concerning to me, Josephine, um, before we got on the air, I was just telling you I made my appointment for my mammogram. Can you just stress how important that is for women ages from, um, you know, I look at my granddaughter, she's a little young yet, but I think from 40 and up, right, should get their annual mammogram. Can you just stress about that, uh, Josephine? Yeah, getting your yearly mammogram, you know, we have these screenings, so why not use them, of course, right? Yes, right here, the U.S. guidelines are starting at age 40. If you don't have a family history, meaning a first-degree relative that had gotten it earlier if they did then yes you would um you know get mammograms earlier if you or if you you know tested positive for the uh the BRCA1 BRCA2 gene there's other genes out there now that are found to uh, that they found that do cause breast cancer but typically if everything's all right as a woman we should start um our mammogram at age 40 and we should do it yearly because it is important and it's a screening. That's how my breast cancer was found. It wasn't there in my mammogram in 2016. And then within a year's time, I don't know when within that year, in 2017, my mammogram showed an aggressive type of breast cancer. So had I not done that or had I put it off, 
it could have progressed. And I, and as we were talking um, before we went on the air, you know, because of the pandemic, we put off lots of things, especially our health care, meaning our physicals and these screenings, not just breast cancer, colonoscopies, but my oncologist um, and his nurse practitioner had told me the last time I was there that due to the pandemic, people put off their mammograms and they're seeing an uptick in breast cancer because of that, because now they're waiting longer. And if they had been diagnosed sooner, then the treatment would not be as harsh. Wow. And I think people are afraid to hear that word, those words, you've been diagnosed with breast cancer, but it's not a death threat, right? Uh, um, just- no, no, it's not. No, it's not. A, it's not a death threat. You know, people are living with breast cancer. Like I said, I'm a five year survivor. If you attend the race, you see five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 35 year old, you know, 35 year survivors. So, um, you know, and then we also have metastatic disease. Now that's stage four and you, you're, you're, you're living with breast cancer, but Mm -hmm. even at that stage, women are living with it. So that that's key. They're living with it. Yes. They have harsh drugs that they have to take for the rest of their life, but they're living. And, you know, I want to stress that, that it, it doesn't have to be a death sentence and, and we can live with it. You know, it is unfortunate. You know, we do lose people to breast cancer. I, lo- I lost a friend last year to metastatic breast cancer. And, but if we keep up on these yearly mammograms, knowing you know our body and if we notice anything you know in our breast that that's wrong or that's unusual you know get yourself to the doctor and make sure you let them know this isn't normal be your own advocate and if they say oh we're just going to keep an eye on it no if you know we know the woman's intuition is you know is pretty good so if you really feel something's wrong and i've heard this story over and over again please you know, advocate for yourself and say, no, I want that mammogram or I want that testing to put my mind at ease. Yes. Yes. Because just the thought of that, you know, uh, and with all the medical breakthroughs that they have now, you can live a very healthy, well, you know, a successful life as yourself, you know, and like you said, a five-year survivor, but there's 20-year survivors. I mean, so that's, that's a breakthrough. You know, it certainly I, is earlier that I'm going to show, I'm going to just share it on my screen if I can now. I should have gotten it ready. But I want to share with you um, that today is the International Women's Day. You know, we're celebrating the entire month, but today is the day, Wednesday, March the 8th, is the day of International Women's Day. So I want to just say out to all the women, be proud to be a woman do what you do best let your gifts and your talents uh, radiate and just be the best woman you can be you know being a woman sometimes there's so much pressure on us where we're wives we we work in the in the house or outside the house and we have children or maybe we're an aunt or whatever it is but sometimes we just seem like so much pressure on us and that's why i stress the importance how we need to encourage one another inspire one another support one another love one another pray for one another and so we can do a multiple things but we need one another i always say that josephine we're not an island to ourselves i need you and you need me and that's what keeps us together as human beings would you agree with that 
Absolutely. Listen, support in any arena. That's what we need. You know, we're a sisterhood. Let's band together, not just in the bad times, but in the good times. And let's uplift each other and, you know, praise each other. And, you know, when things are good and let's celebrate each other as women, I, I, it, I think it's amazing. And it's an honor to be here on this special day because we as women, you know, boy, the world is changing. And, you know, I think we're, we're, we're making headway here. And I am just so, um, you know, excited of, you know, just to be a woman and, you know, look, it's just, it's amazing. It is. It is. And mentioning supporting one another. I think I have one. And you want to just share with us, it's a beautiful picture of you and the other women, girl power. Can you just share with us what was happening at that beautiful moment? (laughs) Yeah, we were in downtown Detroit and we were at an event. Um, uh, It's a skate I got. I don't remember the exact name of it, but it, it was, um, you know, skate uh, to beat cancer, and it was um, uh, the organizer is Scott Hamilton, the ice skater. So we're uh, right there down in Campus Marshes Park at the um, ice rink, and those are some of my um, buddies there from Carmanos um, that work at Carmanos. Laura Zubak, who's been integral in. Um, getting me into Carmanos with my treatment and Anna Warner um, there next to me on the other side. She's a cancer survivor herself and Dr. Heath, an amazing woman that leads the um, Carmanos um, uh, cancer advocacy program that I'm part of at Carmanos Cancer Institute. And we were, it was just a great event. And we were down there, you know, supporting others with um, cancer. So it, it was great. Yes. It's, you know, we got to let people know about it, you know, and let, and the more we know of, they know about it, that awareness, like you said, it can help someone else's lives, you know. You're saying women uh, can obtain breast cancer, but it's also been known that men can also contract breast cancer. Is that true, Josephine? That absolutely, absolutely is true. And that's something that we don't shine a big light on, but we really should because men get breast cancer too. And obviously it's not as prevalent as it is in women, but men do too. So again, to those men out there, if you feel a lump, if you see something different in your chest or you get to the doctor and, you know, it can be detected and get treated. And again, they can be, survivors as well to this disease yes you know also um you were honored and just what was it last year josephine in uh the great state of new york or was it new jersey new york right it it was new jersey it was new jersey right next door to new york can you share about that if you don't mind sure yeah i was honored It, it was a great honor uh they selected 10 women that were breast cancer uh, survivors and honored them for the work that they do in breast cancer. And I was one of the 10 women selected. Um, It was a wonderful gala that they honored us. And it was um, sponsored by Styletainment, which is a amazing company. Um, Missouri, who I think maybe you know as well, she, she headed the whole thing. She's a breast cancer survivor herself. And it was just top notch. We felt like <laughs> royalty, actually. <laughs> I mean, we, we put on our gowns and yeah. they each talked about us. 
and it, and it was just a beautiful event honoring all of the women that do such good work yeah. in their communities, uh, spreading awareness, and some of them had their own nonprofits, and it, it was just a great night, and I was it was such an honor. Yes. And I know this is the next thing I want to show. This is one of your great achievements. I mean, this book is a number one bestseller, I might want to add. Can you just share some of your emotions and your uh, your ups and downs that you had? Don't tell too much because you want them to get the book. <laughs> but can you just share with us who can just get a glimpse of your life as a breast cancer survivor? Yeah, I was... Journaling. I journaled throughout my breast cancer journey and I journaled throughout my life. And specifically when I had uh, breast cancer, I had my own journal that I wrote in because there was so much information thrown at me and you needed to keep it straight. What the doctor said, you know, specific surgeries, times, treatment times. I mean, it was a lot. So that's how I started. I started writing it down and then I started writing my emotions as I started the journey through this breast cancer and it really helped me it helped me organize my thoughts and it helped me just keep more focus and that's just sort of how it started and then you know now fast forward that was 2017 2018 when I started writing in in it and at the beginning of 2022 I decided that I wanted to take these journal entries and, you know, write a book. And that is what I did. And, you know, I, I organized the book in chapters. You certainly can read it. It's an easy read. People have told me they've read it in one sitting. Um, but I did organize it with certain chapters, you know, in mind with starting treatment, how, I, how to prepare for treatment, radiation. My husband um, wrote in a chapter what it was like for him, which is also very difficult. And, um, and so that was great. And I just chronicled it and I share my emotions and, you know, pretty much cancer in general, not even just breast cancer. When you're talking to people, a lot of your emotions are the same. And so when you can connect with that person mm -hmm. and go, wow, I have that fear component. I have that anxiety. Um, she did too. I think it makes you feel better and not alone. I wrote the book because of that. I wrote hoping that people can pick it up and uh, know that I got through it so they can get through it too. I bring awareness to the disease and I just wanted people to hear my story. And it's not my story. It's many people's breast cancer story. My story isn't any more unique than anyone else. I just decided to share it because I felt the importance of it. And this cover, I love the cover. Oh my God, you got to share with us if you don't mind. This beautiful, Josephine, it really is. The cover, when it came to thinking about what I wanted my cover to be, I knew I wanted it to be hopeful. I wanted somebody to look at it and go, what a, what a great cover and just get a good feeling from it. Yeah. And I had this cover, I photographed this cover myself and it was on my way to talking to the breast surgeon. I didn't know if I had cancer yet. He was gonna tell me about the biopsy and I was stopped at a light and I looked up in the sky and that picture that you're seeing is what I saw. And I took it as, as a sign and it gave me hope. So I snapped the picture and I kept it, uh, Dr. Mary, I kept it 
gee, it was in my phone. That was what, you know, in 2017. And now I published the book in 2022, right? So I kept that picture and I just knew, oh, this has to be the cover. With the help of some of my friends who helped enhance that that picture a bit, um, Bill Kearns and um, my friend Paula Kay that, that gave me some ideas. And I was just so happy that I was able to, to actually, that book, Dr. Mary, from front to back is mine. And I wanna thank you for that. You gave me a lot of leeway in writing this book because as if you don't or do or don't know, Dr. Mary has a publishing company, Awesome Publishing, and she was the publisher of my book. And she just gave me so much leeway and it really is my book, cover to cover. So I thank you for that. Thank you for sharing it, you know, because so many times we think, well, it's just my 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 life. I don't need to share that, you know. But as I often say, it's your story, but it's not for you, it's for somebody else that they can get right. hope encouragement strength to say if she went through it I can go through it too so we need to do that for one another you know other women we just need to support that let me ask you this too if you don't mind Josephine if someone's just been diagnosed with uh, breast cancer what would be some words of encouragement you can give to that person and uh, let them know that is you know there's hope there's still hope well, just by talking to them, I typically, and I do a lot of advocacy work, and I do talk to people when they're first diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, a lot of um, people reach out to me. Yeah. And, you know, just being able just to talk to the person. And again, I had been through it, so I can talk to them and hopefully calm some of their anxiety and their fears of what to come, what is to come. Because fear is, some, is a tricky thing. And it can do, and it can really raise havoc with, with you and to calm, you know, what is to come. The unknown is very, very scary. And each step of the way through uh, breast cancer is scary because it's new and you do not know what is to come. I, prior to, um, you know, my career prior to caregiving uh, with my mother was, I was a physician assistant. So I had a medical background, but uh, I'll tell you, it's different when you're on the other side and cancer, I certainly learned about it, but certainly did not understand it. So being able to talk to somebody and connect with the emotions and and let them understand, it's all doable, what you're feeling is normal, um, also being your own advocate, don't be scared um, to ask questions of the doctor. I always say, hey, the doctor's working for you. It's your body and it's your right to talk about any questions you may have or concerns. And also by, by all means, get a second opinion. This is cancer. This is life and death. Get a, I encourage people to get second opinions. That's fine if you like your first doctor, that's great. You just go with it. But you know, if you just want that extra security and saying, let me go to that second doctor, I, I tell people to do that as well. And just again, um, support, you know, always have that support. You need a support system, you need that. Um, and whether it's prayer, meditation, um, you, you need, things to keep you grounded. So I encourage people to do that. Journaling, you know, journaling like I did um, really helped me. And so I, I give those people initially diagnosed some of these tips because it, it, was, it was very helpful to me. And again, 
I talk about it in my book and, and how helpful all of these things are. So those are some of the things I, I do tell them. And that's so powerful because they think they're all alone. You know, sometimes you think, why is this happening to me? You know, uh, why is life giving me this uh, bad report? You know, so it's good to know that, no, you're not alone and you can get through it. So it just helps them to manage that, you know? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Now we think life is like, oh no, you know, it's a death sentence, but it's not. I know you do great work outside of the, uh, you work with all all types of cancer. You primarily work with just those that have cancer, uh, breast cancer, or you're kind of open to, uh, you know, people that experience it. <laughs> it's, um, you know, I, I do, um, it's predominantly breast cancer because that's where my area uh, of my knowledge is. Uh, yeah. But I do welcome people into my support group uh, that don't have breast cancer, but any cancer, just because a lot of the topics are, like I said, very similar, the feelings, things you go through. I'm always putting up, um, you know, uh, different uh, podcasts, events that are in the community that can help you. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just, I'm very excited. Next week, we're going uh, with American Cancer Society to uh, Lansing. Mm -hmm. And there's a bill out there, the oral chemotherapy, uh, I'm sorry, the oral chemotherapy parity, parity bill. Okay. Um, we're trying to get past and, and we're only one, uh, there's only four in the United States, four states that have not passed this bill yet. It's very important uh, to pass it. It's basically, uh, in a nutshell, oral chemotherapy to make it on the same level as um, IV chemotherapy to, uh, to let it be that each person can have that oral chemotherapy is, is, is covered by your prescription. IV chemotherapy is covered by your insurance. So there's a, you know, a disconnect there. Yes, so people yes. who may need oral chemotherapy mm -hmm. may not be able to afford it and then may lose their life. I just talked to a, a dear sweet woman yesterday and she knows who she is and she explained her oral chemo and if she wasn't taking it she would no longer be with us so it's imperative that we can get this bill passed so i'm excited i've not been involved in legislature so i'm going to meet with my state representative along with american cancer society next wednesday because it's cancer action day in lansing okay. so that is something that i'm excited about and something that i hope will pass me too that that's amazing. You know, you think that they will be all for it if it's something that's going to save lives, but I guess it's, it's all about that money, right? It's all about the cost. It's hard. Mm -hmm. Yes. When you mentioned that, my niece who's been um, diagnosed with cancer, she's in the hospital. I remember they're saying they were going to give her some type of oral uh, chemo. So that was the first time I've heard of that. So isn't that amazing? So it is happening, you know, maybe on a yes. small scale because uh, she's in the hospital, maybe that's why. But your friend was able to uh, to receive it. She, that's why she's still alive. That's amazing. That is amazing. So I wish you uh, the best when you go next. Um, you and yourself and others will be um, advocating for that next week. That's right. right. Yeah, on Wednesday. We'll be in Lansing. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. That's powerful. Powerful. So how can people get that fabulous book? Can they reach out to you and 
uh, maybe they want to join that support group you were talking about, can you give them information how to reach out to you, Josephine? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have a uh, website that you can purchase the book on. It's um, HTTPS, you know, colon, forward slash, forward slash. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Josephine's Journey. That's J-O-S-E-P-H-I-N-E-S journey dot now dot site S-I-T-E. You can just go there, fill out some information um, and take all forms of payment. And then I'll ship the book right out to you. It's $19.99 plus shipping and handling. I'm on all social media platforms. So you can find me at Josephine Fidei, F-I-D-E-I Roach on Facebook. And like I said, I run a Facebook support group and that is called Where Hope. Hope is on all capital letters, H-O-P-E begins. And you can just search that name, click it on, answer three questions and I let you in. And again, that's a private group. So, you know, you can ask questions within that group and it stays just within that group. And of course, I'm at Josephine Roach Survivor on Instagram. And I'm also on LinkedIn. So I'm on all pretty much, not all of them, but that's pretty much most of the social platforms. That was the main ones, yeah. And you can certainly contact me at my email at jroach110 at comcast.net. And uh, I, you know, if you have a question, anything, just reach out to me on any of those platforms and I will... You know, definitely, uh, you know, talk to you. I'm doing some speaking engagements. Um, I'm going to be selling my book at Leon and Lulu's in um, Ferndale. I'm sorry, in Clawson. Uh-huh. Uh, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, there's going to be 20 Michigan authors there and I'm one of them. So yeah. come out there. Uh, that's awesome. And yeah, and if you need uh, somebody to speak to, a, you know, a lunch and learn event, I'm available to speak on um, breast cancer. I just spoke to a group of physical therapists, uh, you know, about the, the, you know, breast cancer and the patients, and um, that's very informative. So just contact me, and I definitely will uh, come out uh, wherever you are in the community, a church group, and and talk on what I know about breast cancer and a little bit about my story. Yes. And you will be encouraged, inspired, uplifted, and ready to go because she, that's what she gives. She's a giver of that. And I've always known Josephine. I've never heard anything negative that she's ever said. She's always uplifting and encouraging. That's what we need. That's what this is. That's what the world needs is genuine love and just genuine um, concern for another human being. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Any last words you want to share with the audience? Um, some encouraging words you want to leave I could just talk to you all day (laughs) well again I want to thank you again Dr. Mary for having me on your Wisdom Wednesday Wednesday podcast and especially on this International Women's Day I want to say hello and uplift all you women out there we're amazing we have things that we can do the sky's the limit You know, my breast cancer, again, wasn't the end. It was the beginning to a new career, to a new life. So there are silver silver linings in things that seem so, so bad. And so, you know, turn it around, try to turn it around. Yes, I'm not saying breast cancer was, uh, wasn't hard and, and hard to get through. Yes, it was, but you can turn it around in your attitude 
and how you feel and how you project it out to others can make a difference. And of course, get your yearly mammogram. It could save your life. It saved mine. Yes. I schedule mine and I'll be uh, maybe a little painful, but I want to make sure all is well. <laughs> Absolutely, Dr. Mary. I'm glad that you did that. Yes. Thank you, Josephine. You reminded me to do that. I appreciate you taking time out of your business schedule. And I just want to say again, happy Women's International Day to you. Keep doing what you're doing because you're doing great things. And this year is so full of possibilities and so many things going to happen. So I appreciate you. You know, I, uh, I just thank you for taking time to be with us today. Thank you, Dr. Mary. I appreciate you as well. Have a great day. You as well. Bye for now.